1: Welcome to another episode of Mr. on the Rocks, the show where we make cocktails and talk mysteries. Um, that's the show. I'm Masood. With me, as always, is a fantastic Suze Kepner.
2: Oh, I just realised I'm eating.
3: <laughs> it, does matter. it doesn't matter. You're in a bar. bar i snacks. finished it. I've
2: nearly finished it. And yeah, next, we're in a bar. Second
3: eating.
1: voice is the fantastic Chris Stokes.
3: Hello. Not um, eating because got manners.
2: He he said to himself, "This is work. I'm not just chatting with two acquaintances." <laughs> I don't think I'm that professional. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mr. So what are we all drinking today, guys? We're, we're on our own in the bar today. Yes.
1: What, uh, what what do you guys have? What do you have, Suze? It,
2: it smells great. I haven't tasted it yet. So um, I told Chris what was in it. And he came up with the great name of a smoky Ferrero Sour.
1: Nice. Oh, so, shit. That sounds incredible.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll find out. This is um, smokehead whiskey. Yeah. Smoke whiskey. Frangelico. Oh, yes. Lime juice. Quite a okay. generous splash of lime and then Chris suggested a, a little dash of bitters, so I've put some bitters in. Ooh. And uh, here we go. Oh, we've not tried it yet.
1: Yes, oh, that nod. I was, that, that that moment between that sip.
2: Victory! <laughs> United! Smash the glass. Fucking yeah! What are you
1: drinking, Chris?
3: <laughs>
2: mm. He's polishing off a well, whole beer.
3: Go with me on this, Masu, because I think I've got the perfect mm. name for it. Ooh. It's built like a Tom Collins, Okay. Okay. So I used... Sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was a gentleman called Tom Collins. He was, yes. <laughs> I, uh, it's, 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 it's spiced gin rather than just spiced regular gin. Spiced gin, okay. Instead of simple syrup, it's brown sugar syrup.
1: Whoa.
3: Instead of lemon juice, it's grapefruit juice. Oh my goodness. And instead of soda water, it's guava and grapefruit pilsner. Jesus,
1: fuck!
3: That is lockdown f- guava and grapefruit pilsner, and it's 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 a sensation.
1: Fucking hell, Chris! Oh. Look at that. What do you call it? Colin. Colin.
3: <laughs> I like it. Not, I like not it. the Colin. Not <laughs> a Colin.
1: Not co- Colin. Colin. Very that's, good. That's really good. That's very good. That, write that one down, Chris, because that's going in the book. That is a really, <laughs> that's a really good drink. I'm. I'm color me impressed both of you <laughs> i feel like i've uh i've i've taught you what's the loser masood bought yeah masood's
2: like oh i've just got a gin and tonic i just got yeah oh i just put some vodka in a martini glass um
1: <laughs> it's equal parts vodka orange liqueur and lemon juice and it's called a bali a bali Ooh,
2: oh that's an mi- uh, instrument
1: and it's um it's, it's quite nice, pop. but yours sound super impressive. I feel like I've definitely, uh, I've definitely. Well, uh, Chris
2: saw me make it, and it took about fifteen seconds, so mm. easy. I might do another one in a minute.
1: But that one tastes like, um, a um, tangastic. Tastes like tang-fastic. Mm. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Orange,
3: lemon, so it's sour. Yeah.
1: Mm. I um it's I really like, really addictive.
3: like this because I think I think sometimes soda water is a missed opportunity. In cocktails, yes, you know, when the they're like, yeah. oh, let's uh, we'll top it up with soda water. It's like you could top it up with fizzy anything that would taste anything. It doesn't mm. have to be yeah, soda yeah, water. Yeah. So like the basically, the, my reasoning for this was because you uh, BrewDog do a grapefruit IPA called yeah. Elvis Juice, and there is a cocktail you can make called an Elvis Collins, which is a Tom Collins, but it's grapefruit juice instead of lemon juice, and it's topped up with there and it's topped up with Elvis Juice, the grapefruit IPA. But then yeah. they released mm. this lockdown pilsner which is guava and grapefruits. And I was like, ah, I yeah. could do it with that instead. But then it's not That's an Elvis, Colin, vinegar. because where's the Elvis come from? So it's just mm. a colin. Just, I, colin. just Colin. Just Colin.
1: It's just Colin. I like him. I like it a lot. Wait. <laughs> what, what are we doing today? What's the what's, um, what's the Yeah, crack, we'll Chris? do a case today, what do you got for I us? think.
3: But um, it's one that is... Uh, yeah. So yeah, like last week's episode was obviously the, the audio from when we did our live show slash yes. stream at the Bill Murray. Mm where we talk yeah. about the Orang Medan. And we were going to get around to some more urban myths. Yes. And I thought we'd do an urban myth today, but not one we were going to cover. It's one that I kind of remembered. Now, full disclosure, the only thing I know about it is mm. the, the the top line of the story and the source of it. Yeah. I don't know whether it was true or not. Okay. Suze might be able mm. to help out. Okay. You might be able to help out, Masood. I should I might be able to help out. But it's basically... Please. In the 1980s, at yeah. some point in the 1980s, much like apparently in 2001, Elizabeth Taylor, Michael Jackson and Marlon Brando fled New York after 9-11. Ah, uh, yes. Apparently, the greatest car journey that yeah. <laughs> ever happened. Apparently in the 80s, Freddie Mercury and Kenny Everett and yeah. Cleo Rocos, who was on the Kenny Everett show, yeah. apparently they all decided to take a certain somebody out on the town. But someone who was too famous to take out on the town. So they dressed her up as a gay man and took her, to, her, uh, took her to the Royal Vauxhall Tavern in, in London. And yeah. London. Apparently, who they took dressed up, disguised as a, a young gay man, was Princess Diana.
0: Hey, uh, I'll uh, die. I'll die.
2: R.I.P. die You would have loved the Royal Vauxhall Tavern reopening.
3: When I was looking at this, I was like, I want to yeah. find out as much as I can about it. And literally, all I could find Googling it was, yeah, this apparently happened and it originated in Cleo Rocco's autobiography. That's mm. where it came from. That's it? Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I think even by the time she wrote her memoir, Freddie, Kenny and... Diana were all dead. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so right. Freddie,
2: Freddie, 91. Yeah. Kenny Everett would be 95. Yes. Uh,
3: okay. yeah. And
2: diet, oh, die 97, obviously. Yeah. Shall I put the wig on? <laughs> I'll put the wig
0: on. Go right get now. the wig.
2: <laughs> this wig. Oh, tell you what I look like. My mother in 1989. Oh, did she have uh, short hair? She had that exact, this exact haircut. Whoa. and We've got all video of her and people used to say, oh my God, you look like Princess Diana and she'd go, ah, <laughs>
3: Uh, the thing is, is if she looked like that in 1989 they're not lying because you look like Princess Diana now <laughs> yeah it's, yes. it's actually weird
1: <laughs> yeah it does feel like we're doing a podcast with it's Princess
2: weird Bella. isn't it because Princess Diana most beautiful woman in the world me who let out the bridge troll but for some reason, I see photos of myself as our die, and I go, "Yeah, that's yeah, her." Suze, I think,
3: I, I, no, I, I don't think that's fair. Cause I don't think Princess Diana was the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is
2: like, she was a howler. She was a humming minger of a woman. I can see why
3: he chose Camilla. <laughs> <Cow-Miller>. <laughs>
2: Cow Miller. Cow. It's so on this stupid web pack, this stupid Facebook group I'm in called Princess Diana Queen of Hearts. Keep her memory alive, and it's yeah. just people ship posting, and they're always going, "Oh, she'd have been fine if Cal Miller hadn't come along." <laughs> Cal Miller. They always she- call her yeah. Cal. Miller. will they'll, they'll have like a picture. They put like pictures of Justin Bieber up on stage. You go, "Ah, die at the O2 <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go. She always loved to sing. I said what I said. I always put I said what I said on the end Fucking of Fuck it. White.
1: out. I said what I said.
2: So my, that's my thing in there. And then there's other people who go. Cal- Until Cal Miller came along and ruined it.
1: <laughs> so so they they took her. on a night Yeah. So the story a, goes. Young...
3: And I just I just looked, and apparently, unless it's a reprint, Cleo yeah. Rockus's memoir was published in 1998. Uh, but it was reissued under the title Kenny and Me. So 1998, it's still after they all died. So it's still post the three of them died. Okay. Because obviously Cleo Ruckus, she met Kenny Everett when she was 15. And she was in all all of his TV shows and a film that he did. Yeah, Yeah, and they were like best friends. And Kenny Everett was mates with Freddie Mercury. And apparently Mm. I... Actually, I'm not sure, Suze, whether or not it was Everett that was friends with Princess Diana or Freddie Mercury.
2: It was Kenny Everett.
3: Oh, that's
2: weird. I would
1: have thought it would have been Freddie for some reason.
3: Um, no, I think I, I understand where you're coming from, but I feel like Everett probably didn't tour as much <laughs> and was in, was more static. To yeah, make I mean, Queen were touring yeah. non-stop. Yeah, um, yeah. I know that sounds such uh-oh. a dumb thing to say. But I figured mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, Everett might have been Diana's go-to mate when she's in a place, whereas yeah. Freddie Mercury's not that reliable yeah. geographically. Yeah, um, <laughs>
2: that's a really good. Um, oh yeah, that logic. makes sense.
3: <laughs> Kenny Everett and Princess Diana were friends. Mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury was friends with Everett, as was Cleo Rocos. and this was in the '80s where she was still married to. Now I actually to this day because. I don't really know when Charles and Diana's marriage fell apart. I know when they divorced. It was not I long know. before she died.
2: Mate, mate, I Oh, know. you know,
1: You now? Yeah.
3: 88. It was 88. 88, okay. It was
2: 88. They were like, we want to separate, and they di- and they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 86 was when they had an absolutely disastrous tour. Yes. Whoa. Oh mate! Oh. Yeah. Well, they there's there's a yeah. They were having dinner one night in the on this tour in '86, and you know because Princess Diana had bulimia. Yeah. And Prince Charles, who was a really sweet guy, uh, said, "What's the in front of everyone?" He said, "Why are you bothering to eat that? You're just going to throw it up later." Oh. Yeah.
1: Wow. Lovely bloke. What a nice chap. Yeah. My yeah, goodness. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> and Diana yeah. was like, hell, man. they were on tour. Diana was like, "Yeah, well, you." You you played the wrong loop, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the, not for the first time, Charles. Um, <laughs> the atmosphere was yeah. fantastic.
1: Okay, if I had a time machine, I would go back to events like this. I'd I'd be at that table, and he'd say that, and I just sat and be like,
0: oh, <laughs> I'd be like
1: who who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, this
3: you should, but, <laughs> yeah, You lean in and go. Well, the reason for that, Charles, is because you make us sick.
1: You make it. Yeah. Uh, nice, Open the nice, door. Nice, get nice, out now. <laughs> <walk>. Everybody.
3: Walk. <laughs> of course, when Charles and Diana were on tour, they would they would close on Walk the Dinosaur. Walk the Dinosaur.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was always their signature yeah. but,
3: departure and then song. they
2: And then they play yeah. semi sonics well, okay, Closing so time. This, is, the this
3: This sounded like this sounded like a, a, a horrifically darkly comic tangent. But 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 Diana was in a world she didn't want to be in. Yeah, Mm. Kenny Everett was in a different world. Obviously, he was fun to be around. Um, Yeah, Mm. she wanted to go out on the town, Mm -hmm. but she was married to Prince Charles. She was so famous. Wedding of the century, as well. Not like like a couple of years before. Yeah, she was probably at that point. She had the most famous face on the planet. Mm. Yeah, this is
1: pre-Twitter as well. So like, it's not like you know that was it was her face
2: was fucking everywhere. It was papers or nothing, and. Tell you you didn't like it. Imagine that lot.
1: Oh, really? They didn't like she the was The Queen everywhere.
2: and that lot, they did not like how popular Diana was, really? even though she was... By far the most popular member of the royal family, by like somewhere. Yeah, way. And they didn't yeah. like. They could have used that. You
3: know, they didn't like how uh, she how she carried on Masood either. She mm. carried on a bit. See,
1: this is the thing. This this may be capitalist uh, old man crocus Masood talking here, but you gotta just capitalize on that man. It's like she's the more popular <laughs> Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Just
2: run. Just just go for it. Just just ride that. But. Do you know what? It's awful that Diana died, and everything that happened to her mm. horrendous. But they really learnt their lesson, didn't they? <laughs> Sips drink.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was weirdly haunting because with the wig with,
1: it's yeah, it was well, the wig made. At it. least they, at least they learnt their lesson. So according to the story, right, the most famous person on the planet, they took her out.
3: This is it why they out. disguised them because they were like, right, right, right. they were like, because uh, mm. she was everywhere. Yeah, Princess Diana was like, I want to. I want to hit the town with Kenny Everett, Freddie Mercury, and I listen. I like Cleo Rocos. She was just there. Come on, she was. She was friends. <laughs> she, she wasn't like, on the list of people yeah, she, yeah, off. she, she yeah, was with. She was friends with Kenny Everett. She could not believe her mm. look. Uh, yeah,
1: he like, so who's coming? Oh, I got, I got Freddie. Uh, yeah, I'll be there.
3: And uh, mm. I, like, Cleo Rocos coming? Ah, oh, cool. <laughs> I don't not like her. I just Cleo was the one that kept forgetting the name of. <laughs> and uh, it's Cleo, she's like Cleo, and she was like, don't go without me,
1: boy yeah we should ditch her here she's i don't know i'm just not feeling
3: (laughs) so the uh, according to yeah according to cleo's memoirs they dressed diana up as a young gay man cleo's account is is that she was a very very handsome young man when they made her up like apparently she could pass as a young gay man they took her to the royal Vauxhall tavern Okay. And no one noticed. They all thought they were going to get found out straight away, but no one noticed that it was Princess Diana in disguise.
1: I kind of want to know what the outfit was in my head.
3: This is... Well, okay, so... Um, what year was it again? Uh, it was just in the 80s. So, like, not, like in... um, You know when we did the Elizabeth Taylor, Marlon Brando, Michael Jackson road trip? Yeah. Sky, yeah. Sky's Urban Myths series did an episode on that. Oh, they also yes. did an episode on this.
1: Right, right, right. Okay.
3: Uh, they, they they kind of took a lot of artistic license, and apparently it was through being on the gay scene that evening that made Princess Diana want to be an activist and and you know for AIDS victims and stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's their
2: narrative. That's people's narrative. But really, she just
3: wanted to get pissed. Apparently. Yeah, anonymously. According to Cleo Rocco's there's a drinks order there as well. So when they got her in, when they got her into this club and no one noticed, they were all kind of like having a joke. So Freddie and Kenny and Cleo were like, yeah, we got you in. First round's on you. Uh, yeah, so she, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so apparently she went and ordered a round of beers and white wines. That was oh. her drink order when they got in.
2: Okay, I can imagine an hour die with a with a sov glass of sov. Oh, in my head,
1: no, she's got she's got the the mug, the the. Okay,
3: the do you think mug, she got a big yeah.
2: flagon? Yeah, flagon,
3: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, she got a yard of ale. <laughs> but you're missing the obvious here. Is, is that she was in disguise and had to go to the bar? Did she put on a deep voice or? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it.
2: Okay. Hang on. Okay, so I've come into the bar.
3: Yeah. Alright, mate.
2: Oh hello, yes. <laughs> oh two flaggers of road.
1: What is that in every film or TV show, a character does that before they disguise their voice hoping the other person isn't like I know you just disguised your voice I heard I heard your original
3: voice yeah they voice.
2: go oh yes <clears throat> yeah like you clear your throat when you're going to do a new voice yeah so I do.
3: think that Diana's fake voice was Susie's thingy. real one ah. <laughs> 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 that's the laugh she was doing all night as well yeah. that's me <laughs> yeah
2: she's like Sid James yeah yeah yeah
3: she goes up to the
2: bar. Yeah, if I go up to the bar and I'm like, I better pretend I'm a refined princess. I go up to the bar and I go, Ooh, oh, oh. Hello, There man. are three drinks in this order. So it was a little bit crowded.
3: Um, I ordered on the app about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I ordered on the app.
1: You, you're joking. You want your drink?
3: Collected. For some reason, your
2: mum is the bar, barkeep. Hello, barkeep. In a
3: tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> she's
2: like, um, she's like him in The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
3: ever since you said your mum was quite tall, I picture her mm, six yeah. foot eight.
2: Yeah, yeah, same. So, yeah, you when Masood said, "Oh yeah, my mum's a little bit like Grace Jones," I was like, "She's fucking what?" <laughs> yeah, there's
3: definitely she's a Grace the Jones. The legend energy. that is
2: Grace Jones. There
3: also, I'd, there's, I'd that, there's that footage of is it Michael Aspel that interviewed Grace Jones and she started no. like doing that. T- that
2: at him. Oh, she hits and then she like, don't you yeah. turn and your put, back oh, on me. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. who is she it? She
3: that. Whereas I picked, like, Masood's mum would just sort of like, eh, bang. Oh, yeah, she'd, <laughs>
1: she'd <laughs> fucking sock you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> no slapping. Russell Harty. It's Russell Harty. Yeah. She'd just, <laughs> she'd probably pick up whatever was on the interview table and smash that across your head. <laughs> just like, <laughs> Like, oh, it was the 80s. It was probably an ashtray. So it was
2: 1980 and it's come up here. And uh, they asked Grace Jones, why did you hit Russell Harty? And I thought I was going to read what people don't realise is what a misogynist that man was. And she she said, oh, I had some bad coke. (laughs) 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 Nothing but respect for my president.
3: That is, uh, wow. Mm. (laughs) Grace Jones is... Uh. Amazing. They cast her as a Bond yeah. girl because she was flavor of the month, or like mm. she was hot at the time. At the time, yeah. Yeah. And like they just couldn't work with her. No. <laughs> uh, it's like, what were you really? thinking? This is why. Um, yeah. But also, she does some amazingly weird acting choices in it. Yes. She has to do an yeah. evil laugh at one yeah. point, and she just slaps herself in the face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's 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 fucking you brilliant. You get what you give. Yeah.
1: I mean, this is what I'm uh, talking about. That's if, if if you ever put my mum on camera, she'd pull a Grace Jones. She'd be impossible to work with. She'd probably do a laugh and slap herself in the face. She'd, she'd have some bad
3: coke beforehand. Oh, bad coke, but of course. Uh, I had That's some
1: a,
2: bad coke.
3: I had you think cocaine is the reason your mum was in Hong Kong? Possibly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I had some bad coke.
2: Mm-mm. Not Uh, good. Mm. I remember we weren't we doing like a live stream and I said, How did your mum end up in Hong Kong? And thinking Masood would then give us an answer. Still don't know. It
3: was it was wasn't a live stream. We were recording this and it hasn't actually all gone out. Um it was our our grand reopening after Studio Seventy one folded. Yeah. And then we kind of I yeah, in the blurb it was like we uncover a mystery about Masood himself. Mm. We don't know. We still don't Of know.
2: course, and Masood was just like, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, that was her. the best Where Oh! How
3: did your mum end up in Hong Kong? And Masood was like, I'd like to know as well. <laughs>
1: yeah. this is Well, I... I, I to, Oh, yeah. yeah. Mia, I, I was talking to Jazz about it not too long ago. And she's like, I don't fucking know either. And I've asked her. And I'm like, well,
3: why won't you tell Don't us? you think that's cool? She's... How, like, you have no idea mm. about... So, like, yeah, okay. You don't know why she was in Hong Kong. Yeah. But that means, like, by association you don't know why you're here yeah does that make sense yeah Yeah, so that's kind of but i think that's cool i think that's so cool i think that might be the coolest thing about you And there's a (laughs) lot of cool things about you i have no idea why i know why i'm here (laughs) i know why i'm here i'm here i'm here because a comprehensive secondary school in the west midlands put on a performance of sweeney todd my dad was the judge and his hair was longer than the wig so my mum had to put talcum powder on his tips oh wow
0: that's very
1: sweet that's very sweet oh
2: Oh, your dad was the judge as well so he's like pretty women fascinating
3: (laughs) my dad thought that that's what he wanted to do and then ended up working in the steel industry
2: oh he wanted to be in musicals
1: now that now that is the um british coming of age tale this summer needs to see (laughs) This is this, this, that's it's this year's Billy Elliot. Come on, Chris, we gotta (laughs) make this happen.
3: Okay, so that is kind of a sweet story, but at the same time, what if, what if my dad just arrived in town and I had no idea why and he refused to tell me? Yeah. Yeah. And my mum, when I talked to her, she was like, I don't know either. I think you should savour the mystery, Masood.
1: It might be why my mom loves uh, like Clint Eastwood westerns because it's like that is me. <laughs> She's like because he rolls in the man with no name. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just rolls your in mom's every like time. Mm.
2: your mom's like the woman with no name. Yeah. They yeah, t- yeah. that
1: film they based it on me. <laughs> <laughs> Interviewed me. He asked me, "How do you keep? How do you keep a mystery from even
2: your family?" <laughs> mm. <laughs> she laughs. Oh man, if your mum ever visits the UK, we all have to be. Oh,
1: Oh, we'll go out for a drink with her, absolutely. She is. uh, Don't you keep her from us, Masood. Don't you keep her from us. Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 no. She will.
2: Don't you hide Elizabeth's (laughs) life.
1: I want to see my grandma. Can you imagine if. um,
3: (laughs) And it's me. She was nothing like Masood had made out.
2: (laughs) Mm. Oh man. She's just like really sweet
3: yeah, Sophie like, Yeah, she's like yeah, she's 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 4 foot 11, the sweetest,
2: kindest yeah. yeah. She's white. <laughs> she's a white. Okay. <laughs> I made it all up. She's a white woman. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> what does your dad look like? Cuz I can't picture your dad. Do you know what I always picture is Peter Gallagher and I know we talked about oh, him last yeah. week. Like, That's what I always
3: picture. You're kind of
2: not far off.
1: Um, really? It's, oh, it's that's, not too far. Wow, that's so amazing! Soon,
3: who I picked? Okay, I was being cruel then. Yeah, who are you uh, picturing? Well, um, I I can't remember his name. He was in Waiting for God, the sitcom. Oh. Oh. Uh, Hang
1: on, I've got IMDb him. Graham Crowden.
3: Yeah, that's him. <laughs> 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 I picture I I picture your dad as that man, as Graham Crowden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This fella, that, so that fella, I'm yeah, really that's
1: proud oh my goodness, that's <laughs> so funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like a tall. Yeah. Um, I'd love it of, actually. Yeah, uh, so
3: um, Masood's finally like, yeah, my mum's here. Let's go out for a drink and uh, yeah, and then we meet up and then Masood's like, oh by the way, I'm adopted. Forgot to tell you. <laughs> yeah, <what? laughs> uh, yeah, no, oh
2: yeah, G. V. You didn't just... know did you? Yeah, I made it all
1: up. Turns out it's great for comedy. What what?
2: <laughs> they look like Penelope Keith. It's uh... Uh, a. And... <laughs> <Grand> crowd <laughs>
3: It was Stephanie Cole in Waiting for God.
2: Oh, yeah, of course it was. Yeah. Is she dead? She must no. be. she not? She was in the no, Inside is, Number though.
3: Nine live Halloween special where they tried oh, to she? do Girl Scratch oh, yeah, 2. of course she
2: was. She slit
3: her throat in it. Oh, yes. shit.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay, so Stephanie Cole, when she was in Waiting for God, a show is a couple in a retirement home Hmm. and they're like always up to mischief, basically, isn't it? Yeah. She was 49 when that show started. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. When Waiting for God finished, Stephanie Cole was 53.
3: (laughs) 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 When she started doing, when she did Waiting for God, she was younger than Princess Diana would be now. Oh, wow. Oh, die. Yeah,
2: well, when she finished as well, Princess Diana now would be not quite 60, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Really, this account comes from Cleo's memoirs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's taken hold and it's been repeated. It's Mm. not verifiable because, okay, here's the thing. They're all dead. It's it's a perfect story because, yeah, Yeah. Kenny Everett, Princess Diana, Freddie Mercury, all dead. And Mm. her identity was never revealed on the night out, so nobody could even say, I was there that night when i saw Princess yeah exactly yeah. yeah perfect story so yeah it's it's unverifiable. but we only have cleo's word for it do you know anything mm. more about it because or not
2: okay the only things that here's the only things i've heard about it first of all so the rvt is a very iconic um gay venue in london it's got a big history like lily savage started there so You know, we're going back then, 40 years. But there's lots of footage of drag queens playing there in the 50s and 60s. Mm. So this was... And whenever you see a film set in England in the 80s and there's a scene in a gay bar, they always film it at the RVT because it's virtually unchanged. And I've performed there quite a lot. It's great. And they're on the 4th of July. hope you guys will pop down. Are you going to celebrate your Independence Day? (laughs) That's my Independence Day! (laughs) I'm independent. Um, Mm. Now, all I know is the capacity of that place is about 350 and there are approximately 3,000 gay men in their 40s and 50s who were there the night Princess Diana was in so that sort of feeds into the thing that this maybe didn't happen because there's so many that said they were there also Live Aid was in 1985 and Diana was there for some of the day watching and Queen were invited Mm -hmm. to come and sit with her in the audience having absolutely smashed it obviously and Freddie Mercury said no because he was hanging out with his mates backstage and Brian and Roger went and sat with Princess Diana I could have had
3: her if I wanted her Roger (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: they were like we'll meet Princess Diana but she's like
3: no
1: nah, I was talking to this guy Richard Gere I don't really does
2: that mean Freddie Mercury just didn't know Princess Diana and was like oh no I don't need to meet her or yeah. does that mean well I'm already friends with her so I don't need to go sit with her in the crowd
1: Ooh, who knows yeah. who knows that's okay alright yeah. yeah that's a pretty likely one I think yeah like it would be weird for him to but she said to have been
2: that's, yeah, yeah. But she was said to have been wearing aviators, mm-hmm. mirrored aviators in the RVT, and they'd have been Freddie's sunglasses. Because that's what he always wore. So so that that it, makes, that, that, I want it, it to be real. It does real. make
3: sense because, um, yeah. okay, so here's the thing. Normally, as a massive sceptic, yeah. I'd be like, if there's no proof, I don't believe it. Mm, Whereas yeah. But, yeah. But th- this feels like, when you think about how Princess Diana was... Uh, I'm going to use the word embroiled in the royal family yeah. when she didn't really want to be. Uh, yeah. She mm. wanted to have her own... I mean, she was a young woman. She was in her 20s. She wanted yeah, to sort of like go out and stuff, wasn't allowed. Uh, mm. And you've got Freddie Mercury and Kenny Everett, who are two of the biggest party animals on that scene <laughs> at the time. Yeah then i can i can totally believe this and they sort of like they carried away and they're like well no we can make this work we can take you out we can make it she's like but i'm princess diana and they're like no 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 we can yeah. disguise you uh, and they don't stop yeah. at we can, like, we can disguise you they're like we can disguise you as a man yeah, yeah. it's like this they, you'll be invisible they get carried away you know and they're like yeah so the, the freddie mercury's like you wear my sunglasses they won't know uh, mm. we'll do this to your jawline we'll put a hat on uh, yeah. yeah, they put her in an, and, uh,
2: like an army, yeah. uh, like a camo yeah. jacket, So no one been n- They were
3: like, no one would be looking for Princess Diana in this evening anyway. Mm-hmm. If they can't see your face as well, they won't know it's so, you. It makes yeah. total sense. because she, she walks was off
2: out... that on Charlie and Sov.
1: When she
3: walks out, that song from Kill Bill plays. In their heads, that's what's playing. And then they walk yeah, through and it's everybody walk the
0: dinosaur. <laughs> as they walk in... I want the dinosaur.
3: <laughs> <I fucking laughs> there's a big, yeah, there's a big dance number, and they're like, "Who's that guy dancing with Kenny Everett?" And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it turns around and it's me. Like, everybody, shit on the floor. Everybody, everybody the <clears throat> <seja>
2: <instances. laughs> oh, I love it. What if? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, yeah and then I think right. it's real. And
3: then this, uh, uh, and then this, uh, this mysterious woman comes up, and she, uh, uh, she <laughs> takes off the hood. She takes off the aviators, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's Princess Diana!" And then she oh has god. to flee to Hong Kong. Uh, Oh, I'm going to change. I'm going to
2: change my name to Elizabeth. (gasps) Yeah, it's my (gasps) mum. Mum and Princess Diana was really tall. She was like five eleven. So Uh, yeah, it's your mum.
3: And she died in '97, which was when we handed Han- Hong Kong back.
1: What?
2: Yeah. She was like, I don't know. I mean, to be. Masood
3: was born in '87. I don't know how this accounts for. It's. it's <laughs> we'll 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 fix it in post. It's fine. She
2: fix it in post.
3: If you have the energy to spot plot holes, you have the energy to explain them.
1: <laughs> I,
3: I no, I disagree with that. <laughs> oh, I totally disagree <laughs> with that. Yeah. Sometimes, that, sometimes you don't have to, sometimes you there's no effort to spot a, a, a plot hole. Absolutely, like, yeah, yeah. Mm. When people do
1: that to me, I go, no. There's <laughs> mm. like no when I was I don't. watching
3: the Alien films recently and she said, I've been fighting these things so long, I can't remember anything oh, else. Yeah. And in my brain, instantly, I just went, I've just watched these back to back. It's been a week. It's <laughs> been one week. Yeah. You've barely <laughs> week been awake
2: least. for a week.
3: <laughs> you go, oh, it's my whole life. It's a bad week. Yeah. It's a terrible week. No, Sigourney Weaver. It's your whole career so far, but it's been a week. Yeah, for the yeah.
2: And then Working Girl.
3: Okay, yeah. Sigourney Weaver's got range. It's not a whole career. I
2: think.
1: I think I'm with you guys. I feel this feels more real than the Michael
3: Jackson Agreed. road trip. Well, the reason for that is that there's, oh, there's actually yeah. proof against the Michael Jackson Yes,
1: yes. but the but this feels like like you're saying it's like it feels like. It just feels like, as much as it also feels like the plot of a great 80s film. And it really
3: does. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Undercover Princess, they'd call it. Oh, yeah. Undercover
2: Princess. It's like one of those Netflix Christmas movies. Oh, hell yeah. Uh,
1: But it feels definitely like, yeah, you know what? It doesn't seem outside the realms of possibility that these four would know each other. As you said, like, you know, they all like, each one of them knew somebody in the group. So, yeah, and, and like you were saying, Chris, it's like, oh, no, but I'll get this. And I feel like it, it all came together in the last minute. They're like, OK, you take my jacket. Like they're go they're just they're on their way there in the car. And they're like,
3: and they're like giggling about it as they're walking yeah. in. They're like, yeah. oh, we're about to get found
1: out. Oh, my God, I can't believe we got with it. We fucking did it. Ah!
3: Uh, With that in mind, going back to the the original account where this comes mm. from in Cleo Ruckus's memoirs, she mm. said they stayed for 20 minutes and then went to a different party anyway. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. That makes me also believe it.
2: Well, absolutely, yeah. because she'd have been uncovered up, yeah. wouldn't she? Yeah. And not
3: just that, but if Cleo Rockus was making it up, the story would be, and we danced the night away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. one knew yeah. She was like, we only stayed for 20 minutes and then we went to a different party anyway. Diana yeah. went
2: up to the DJ booth and said, can you play Walk the Dance?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. And grabbed a crutch. <laughs> yeah,
2: Come on. Ooh, no.
1: I think, yeah, that feels, yeah, I think that was it. The whole point of that trip was to just see if they could do it, and they're like, right, we'll, we'll go to somewhere else anyway. So let's, you want a night? Yeah, now? a yeah, private
2: party, probably Elton's party. Yeah, he loved hanging out with Freddie and Di. i oh, die.
3: <laughs> well, I think, like, <laughs> there's no word against like it really is. We've only got Cleo Rockers' word.
2: Hmm. Yeah,
3: do you know what I mean? It's one of those mm. things that she'd have put it in the autobiography and if Kenny Everett and Freddie Mercury and Princess Diana were still alive. And the tragic thing is, is that age-wise, they could be still with us now. Yeah. Like all three yeah. of them. Unlike, Very easily, Unlike yeah. Graham Norton or something. Is that true? Mm. I like <laughs> the idea that the three yeah. of them would still be like, maybe. Like they wouldn't let, Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd just be I, like...
2: Because uh, I do this Queen podcast and... We've, we're always talking about, what if Freddie was still alive? Because mm. Freddie was still alive, he'd now be sort of mid-70s. He'd be 75 this September. And we're just like, think of how all the great chat show appearances he would have made. Oh, how funny he'd be on podcasts. And just to hear him tell the story of this oh, would man. be amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> like, Freddie's version of the story would be amazing. Kenny Everett's mm. version of the story would be amazing. Yeah. but so with Diana's Diana wasn't yeah. like uh, she held her own with those guys like yeah. she mm-hmm. would be able to tell this story incredibly well as well
2: oh man she'd be the best laugh oh yeah <laughs> uh, die. Oh R.I.P. I'll die. you'd have been great on Graham Norton talking about when you went to the RVT <laughs> 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 with Freddie, Cleo it would be so brilliant as well Kenny. because it would
3: have come out in Cleo Rockers autobiography yeah. And i would be great if the three of them were like she doesn't know what she's talking about. It never happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And then
2: and then but then they're like, but did it? Give it a wink. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm inclined to believe it did happen mm. because the story is the way that Cleo tells it is actually too mundane. Like it's been it's been blown mm. it's been blown up into this sort of like because of the people involved. It's like it's huge. Yeah. Yes. But the way that Cleo tells it in the book is actually like, and then we were there for a little bit and then went on somewhere else. Yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like you you could have milked that if it were untrue. There could have been untrue, a, a yeah,
1: yeah, a big story in the in the autobiography. That could be like you know that's a
2: chapter,
3: yeah, e- so, easily. Mm, you know. Unlike most things, even though there is absolutely zero proof, I am inclined to believe it. Mm.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, me too. To be honest, I'm
1: am s- sitting on the believer side of this one.
2: But it's not the, it's it's not even the 50th weirdest thing that Freddie, Diana, or Kenny would have done. Yeah, that's no, other
3: thing lives. as well. It
1: feels when
2: you look at things that we actually know happened in their lives. It's nowhere near the
3: weirdest thing. Yeah, so, and also when yeah. you think about those three incredibly huge lives intersecting like this. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if this was a TV show, a stamp would come on the screen and go, "True." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes.
3: <laughs> oh man. Shall we start doing that? Shall we start doing stamps solved? Stamp. stamp, unsolved. 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 <laughs> yeah, I
1: think we should definitely do that. We should get a, a solved We're, and unsolved stamp.
2: They call us audio snopes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot all about snopes. <laughs> Remember snopes?
3: They call me Chris Snopes. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> Chris Snopes. Chris...
1: Solved
2: or unsolved, Chris Snopes?
3: Solved.
2: solved. Oh well, that was I quite, I quite
1: enjoyed that. That was quite a lovely. Little, I It's drawn.
2: a cu- it's a curious little tale, isn't it? Hmm. Yes. And it plays into all my interests. <laughs> Freddie Mercury, R. Die, the RVT. See you there on 4th of July, everyone. I'm going to come out in my die wig mm. and go, and now hit it. And then I'll be like, I just want to
3: dance.
2: <laughs> I just want to fucking dance.
3: <laughs> hit the floor. <laughs> and, you do it and, do it.
2: <laughs> and I sh- and I do my big shit myself for <laughs> okay. And there's a, just an audience full of guys going, Ugh, "Oh, it's horrible! Oh. Why did she do that?" She was fierce until then.
3: <laughs>
2: wow. Uh, well, there we are. There we are. And that's an- another episode of Mystery on the Rocks. This time with no guest. We nearly had it. Was out of
3: yeah, out of necessity, but we hope you enjoyed it regardless. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I did i did yeah i did i enjoyed I did myself take the wig off now can i if you, you know
1: where you can find us we're on mr on the rocks uh, so at mr on the rocks on twitter spelled r-o-x and on instagram we're also emailable you can email us at mr on the rocks at gmail.com um, if you're like hey guys um how are you
3: but most importantly we yes. are also on patreon and it's yes, it's through absolutely. Patreon that we are able to continue doing this yes so please do 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 jump on the Patreon patreon.com slash mystery on the rocks Patreons we us need those Patreons right yeah. thank yeah. you Patreon. very much it's thanks to it's thanks to people like Lauren Kandasami thank you so much
1: thank you so much Lauren. thank you
3: Lauren um, yes
1: absolutely yes do get on that Patreon and be like hey guys well, there's lots of fun stuff on. loads of fun stuff loads of fun stuff there's stuff
2: every day new stuff every um, day get, but you that you can, all can all that. only get on Patreon only on Patreon you can get
1: little videos little extra episode stuff it's all there
3: you get the um, episodes two days early with no oh ads oh yeah that's right yeah. no ads look at that you get an
2: extra episode brand new per episode month. a
3: month per month look at
1: that look at and that. depending that's on the tier you get
3: also merch
2: oh, oh, oh. can't say no to that
0: and
1: yeah. um, Also, we're also individually available on our own various Twitters, um, yeah, and such. Leave a leave a leave a review on whatever your preferred podcast listening platform is. Just five stars. If it's under five, don't bother. <laughs> if it's under five, just just don't. <laughs> and a nice that's review. right. Um, until next time, everybody. Thanks so much, and
2: bye. bye. Yay.